I dedicate this as an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing and pray that their power, beneficence, and influence ever more widely prevail. Nam myo renge kyo, nam myo renge kyo, nam myo renge kyo. Welcome back, friends, to another edition of Soka Gakkai Becoming Nichiren Shoshi Member. I'm your host, Zan Zan. Or you can call me whatever you want. We're going to talk a little bit today about the title of the last podcast, Don't Become the Next Shinichi Yamamoto. <clears throat> For those of you who didn't know, this is a podcast dedicated to anyone wanting to know more about transitioning from uh, Soka Gakkai to Nichiren Shoshu, if the title didn't tell you that enough. Because I I was in the Soka Gakkai for 10 years. Oh, I was born into Nichiren Shoshu of America, I believe. And then my mother didn't practice when the split happened. I didn't know anything about it till I was 20, after my mother already passed away. And so it all felt oddly familiar. And I met the Soka Gakkai after it, after it had separated from Nichiren Shoshu and tried to drive a wedge between the members and everything Nichiren Daishonin was trying to share. Daigo Honzon, High Priest, Head Temple, these things that are vital ingredients to attaining Buddhahood in your present form in this realm of human suffering and conflict. Anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of radio fuzz television static in the Soka Gakkai and it all... It all has the shape of, of Daisaku Ikeda's face. And all the books and the magazines and everything that you buy, all the bookmarks and everything with his face on it. After a while, after 10 years, it started to, you start to at least question where the scroll came from that you chant to. You at least start to do that after 10 years. Hopefully you go, where did this go? Who makes this thing? Because the more reading you do, you realize the life force that you get is what you're chanting, what you fuse your life with. If you don't fuse your life with the greatest of all Gohonzons, the Dai Gohonzon, literally, the supreme Gohonzon, no matter if you think yours is a counterfeit or not, there's, a, there's one that they all came from. And without it, there'd be no other ones. And it's only found in Nichiren Shoshu. Now, some people still don't want to do anything with priests. Well, that's their choice. Priests are great. They're a treasure. They've just dedicated their life by chance, or, or not by chance, to, definitely not by chance, dedicated their life and somehow had the karmic ability, position, timing, to spend their whole life trying to teach people how to chant this law and propagate lasting peace. Literally, that's the mission. That's the goal. They're not, they're not there to get into politics. They're not there to tell you if you should eat this or not, <laughs> or if you should buy this book, or if you should go visit that person this many times to get them to come to meetings more. They're not there to tell you that. I can't say the same for the Zokagakai. After my 10 years of intensive study 
and practice of that of that television fuzz static noise of the fan dance Daisaku Ikeda doing the fan dance just being seared into your mind yes so they teach the young kids the ones that are like under school age even and then the ones that are in school and different levels of school there's all these divisions elementary school division high school division and they, they, they claim to be a Buddhist organization, but they're dividing. And meanwhile, in their own writings, they say the devil king divides and the Buddha harmonizes. But they got all these divisions. The women's division, men's division, young men's division, young women's division. I touch on that a lot in this show. <coughs> Excuse me. So they, they talk about, to the youngest of them, they say, be the next Shinichi Yamamoto. That's what... They tell them. Now, Shinichi Yamamoto is a pen name. It's Daisaku Ikeda's pen name. And it's a pen name for when he writes about himself in the books that everyone has and buys and reads religiously and quotes to each other to encourage each other to keep going in the Sokogaka. Now, this is what's weird, too, besides getting kids to say, I'm the next Shinichi Yamamoto, you know. Like, but that's weird on its own. I have a child... I'm so glad I didn't have my son ever do that, just to be honest, from my fatherly perspective. I don't want him to be the next Shinichi Yamamoto. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, right? Come on. And so then you have, they. so they just, they start early, is what it's, and there's all these groups, elementary school division groups, and um, it's crazy. So, and they chant, and then they tell these kids to do this stuff. So it's almost like a hypnosis, because they're not teaching them the true law. They're not teaching them Buddhism as Nichiren Daishonin was, you know, that that teaching that's been passed down to the 700 years of priesthood. They're they're getting taught to be like the guy who in the 50s or something like that uh, usurped 10 million people, or. I don't even know if I used that word right. He stole 10 million people from a teaching that was really hard-geared, hardwired towards lasting peace and took them to his own version of it and wrote prolifically enough to where people are so confused that even when you quote their own books to them, they're like, no, I'm just going to do... I have a direct connection with Sensei. Whatever, whatever they want to say. Don't be the next Shinichi Yamamoto. What is this? That's insanity. It's insanity. And there's this song, the Sensei song, that they drill into you and they sing and they... I mean, it's very interesting how quickly everyone just turned away from anything priesthood. Like, oh, that doesn't exist. Don't look over there. No, don't do that. It's like, and everyone did it in unison and in harmony. Like, what <coughs> What in a past life did this man, Daisaku Ikeda, do to have that much influence on millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people? How could, the, how could he then misuse that influence? Like, what karma would he have to have created to... In this life, be so unfortunate to, to 
to make that mistake and to run so hard and fast with it. I've, I've, I think of my own mistakes that I've done things like that where I thought I was right. And I was running right into a fire. And I just, I'm, sometimes I'm even cackling as I'm laughing, as I'm running. Ha ha ha, you know. And then I'm like, oh no, as I'm getting burned to a crisp and all bad things that happen when you go into a fire. But I like, what's, just, how, when you arbitrarily carve 11 objects of worship and have a counterfeit object of worship and have people worship them without the sanction of the high priest back in 1977, how, once everybody finds that out, do they still follow you? Well, let me tell you what I read in his books. This person not only had a newspaper and a magazine, this person also would supposedly chant, they never said how much, so it makes me think he didn't chant much at all, actually. Uh, there's sometimes you'd hear him talk about getting up at 2 in the morning to chant every day. That was rarely mentioned. And I paid attention because I like chanting. And so what he would do is he would write to people, members, and he would visit members. He would ride on a bicycle and visit members. He would be everywhere and he would always chant with them and read the Go Show with them. Back when he was a young person, when he turned Shoshu was going strong with the lady of the now excommunicated Sokogakai, um, there, there was a harmony between priesthood and lady that was that was a, a huge body of people back then. Gongyo was longer. There, there was there was different respect. There was a different understanding. And then at the same time, a lot of it wasn't translated yet. So there was a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of things that I don't even know about. Although a lot of misunderstanding that that covers a lot of it, I'm sure. Still, there's still a lot of misunderstanding because people still chant in the Sokakaka. A lot of it is because they don't even know about Nichiren Shoshu. They don't even know the difference. They say, what's the difference? And then if you hear anybody in Sokakaka tell you the difference, then you're going to, they're like a salesman. You know, you're you're going to be convinced that they're, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, 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 that's what it is. Oh, oh, yeah. And that's even a slander in itself to put a cap on the infinite that is the orthodox teachings of Nichiren Shoshu. It, it 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 turns it turns your back away from the unfathomable power of the Daigohonson to to try to fathom it it's not orthodox you might say you won't get Buddhahood in your present form faster that way that's for sure um, it, it's better to it's better to fuse with the infinite right and not just fuse with Daisaku uh, had a book that's a pretty color. Okay, back to the story. So he would travel all over on foot, on train, and cars, and chant with people. So when I read about that, and I thought, well, if that was all the big problem was, that makes sense. You chant with people, things happen. Okay. So I started doing that. I started going as many places as I possibly could in every spare moment of my time and chanting with people, even if it was just going go. If I knew them well, if I didn't. And... Then I would call members and just say hi, see how they're doing. So I would generate this energy, just like in his books. 
And it, I noticed right away that the leadership, they were like, oh, what is he doing visiting these members? I was like, these people are my friends. And, and when you read Ikeda's books, he talks about how the priesthood supposedly said that he was too respected. And I, just reading the books, you get this idea when you're reading the books that you're supposed to, according to the Sokogakai stuff, you're supposed to stand up to this religious authority to keep things like friendship and, and propagating Buddhism alive. And the whole issue now with that, right, is that the religious authority of the true teaching of the uh, essential law here that's the most secret of all Buddhist laws, that religious authority has a reason that's very, very real. You know, you can do it very wrong and cause a lot of damage to the world, to the planet, to your life, to your inner life, your eternal life, everyone's life around you. Similarly to when you misuse any object on this realm, you can cause even death on accident with some mundane things, right? Much less the, the all great, unfathomable power of Buddhism. So anyway, I would try to utilize this machine that I felt was being uh, written about to me in these books and magazines and things that were constantly on flow into your mind as you chanted in these meetings. And I started to generate a little following. Started to gather with like-minded people who saw something was going on with the SGI, but just thought we needed a shakabuku and chant more. And so we would do that together. And we would bring person after person in, and we would share with them our view of things, and it had really little to do with the true teachings, but just what kept us going in the Sokogakai, and some people would attach to those dreams, and, can, and some people wouldn't. And... Uh, and it was interesting. We would all commiserate together and get, feed each other's desires and stuff, you know, and uh, be negative influences. However, we thought we were being good influences because at least we'd chant together, you know, and then then go like party crazy hard. <laughs> but uh, the idea of correct action, correct thought, correct word, big product of correct practice that's what we're after right we're not after the counterfeit stuff so what I ended up doing after I would visit my friends too that were really suffering and if they had a goal we would chant about that goal together I mean an hour or two we read something you know go to another chant you know I would help people manifest things visit my friends who were older than me that were going through stuff wanted to manifest something and I felt like I was trying to live the books that I was reading and be like that Asako Ikeda guy and visit people and listen to them. And I would listen to them complain about the Soka Gakkai, almost predominantly. I would listen to them complain and talk about how they were being harassed because they were either African American or they were homosexual or both. And how they were taken down from leadership because of it. And then everyone, t the lie that was told at the meeting was that they stepped down. And there's all this interesting stuff that would just come to me for some reason. I, I don't know. I thought maybe it's because I was an empath, I was a massage therapist, I don't know. Maybe just a friendly guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the chanting. But, but uh, yeah, I would go and visit one friend of mine because I was, it was right after someone came over to my house and told me the Daigo Honzon was burned 
And that's why I shouldn't have chanting meetings with people all over the world in unison um, for the return of the Daigahon Zone. That was the that was the meeting that I had every week, and I would put, broadcast it on the airwaves and and people, not the chanting, but just the you know the time and stuff. And we would all chant for the the Daigahon Zone to be returned to the world was what the because I had been told that it was in the hands of the priesthood. And I thought, well, we can chant. Now I tried to host that thing, that chant, at the, one of the Buddhist centers, and I was stopped in my tracks by a zone leader, and he said, there's only weddings and funerals and Costa Rica for going yos here. And it was interesting because I had the support of some district leaders, and I, was, I, was, I began to realize the very non-democratic aspects of the Soka Gakkai the more energy that I accumulated doing their version of this practice. It's almost like I became a huge fish in a tiny pond, and they didn't know what to do. They're like, oh no, the, alligator, the pet alligator has gotten too big and starting to scare people. It's too big to flush down the toilet now. What do we do? And, well, what ended up happening, yeah, as you already know, is I definitely started questioning more and finding my trail of answers in the wonderful hearts of Nichiren Shoshu Hokeiko members. And right away got connected to the co- the Vice Koto with, and his wife. And w- to give you perspective, uh, Daisaku Ikeda was supposed to be the Koto of all people between the priesthood and the lady. And so it's kind of, the, the all I'm just starting to touch on Nichiren Shoshu and the vice coach of the temple that I'm a part of reaches out and helps me get some beads and a book and he sends me a couple of books, helps me understand things. And I read those books actually as if I wanted to refute everything in them at first. It was interesting just the reflex of distrust, even though it was uh, I try to be a very open-minded person and a spiritual scientist. I still had to get past all the brain, the 10 years of brainwashing. It was so weird feeling, but I knew I needed to do it to see, just to make sure, uh, do it correctly, because I had been dabbling in it for years, and and I always got some interesting results that I liked, life condition-wise, fortune-wise, finding good friends-wise. And so, yeah, I definitely haven't looked back since then. But the idea of even doing... Because you get this when you read the books. I don't know if I'm the only youth that got this feeling. Maybe I am. But I doubt it. Uh, when you read the books, as you're told to so much, you almost get this feeling that Daisaku Ikeda is trying to fix the organization because he sees the devils that have arisen. Because he writes about the devils that will arise within the organization. That's what's weird. He talks about this godfather-like mentality of of some organizations to get to this like cliquish mentality and how it gets very, very, uh, you know, who you have to know and who you have to be nice to, to kind of run as opposed to a faith-based organization. Cause that's what he tries to push is that it's a faith-based organization. And as someone who, who chanted more than my peers and visited people really try to utilize the tools that were given in the Sokogakai. I broke the seams I've asked the question that no one should ask, which is, where does the scroll come from? I was sent to the top levels of leadership for the answer, and I was yelled at, told me, I don't know why, I don't know who makes it, but it works. 
And then the question of what does that mean? What works? What is working? Well, if you're talking about a gohon zone, a, a, a fundamental object of worship, the respect and the, the ninth consciousness, the, 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 I can't even describe it with my human tongue. I'm just repeating things that I've heard and read. The, the true entity, the life of the Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, time without beginning. If it's supposed to be that, then only one person has the religious authority to make something like that. And that is the high priest of Nichiren Shoshu. There's this thing called the transmission to a single person. It's been this way for over 700 years, uh, which is older than most professions on the planet. And professions are traded, and a lot of information and professions are traded face to face. And some of it isn't, you know, experience isn't written down. Say when you're a doctor, you can't like write. Maybe you can, but you can't. You can't really give somebody the same experience sharing with them on a book than they're going to get in, say, an ER setting, right? Um, I've had friends that work in the ER, and they're, they're powerful people, and uh, I think they still might. And just their hearts get tempered and changed. And so who's to say that's just a, that's just a crazy metaphor to even um, describe a glean that is maybe a speck of dew on the great treasure that is the robe that is a still crass description of something like the transmission between a single person to another single person um, you can hear that you can hear about this transmission of something throughout other uh, practices earth-based traditions uh, even even something like the Pope is you know there's some there's things that are transferred from one person to the now Buddhism happens to be the teachings of Buddhism happen to be much older than Christianity and uh, much older than most most all other religions, and the idea of bringing harmony f from from a, from a time without time that should make you wonder if you're doing it right. If that's if that's what we're talking about here, that's a big, that's a, a tall order. Peace manifesting from the realm of time of no time. Above time. This is also a realm of limitless joy, of intrinsically perfect wisdom. These are the descriptions of Buddhism. In Christianity, they describe heaven and things, and blessings, and fruits of Christ, and all of that. And those things are but facets of the great diamond that is the reality of life. It is, it, it is just so important to know the difference between this practice, and especially the Sogakai. So that's why I, that's why I do this podcast. It's because I've done a lot of damage in the last ten years, just sharing uh, the Sogakai's teaching and really doing a lot of. Because I was convinced, and when you're convinced of something, I mean, before you even see the proof, you start talking about it. the the main proof I've seen with this Nichiren Shoshu practice is the internal change, the internal change. So. I'm not manifesting all this miraculous stuff. I mean, I've I've done it where I've chanted about something specifically, and then I clear uh, an amount of karma that uh, makes me really appreciate when I do get to the goal for sure, because I worked hard and didn't just appear because I went to a bunch of meetings, or it didn't just work out because I started reading a Daisaku Ikeda book. 
because that's the kind of weird stuff that happens in Ahsoka Gakkai. You, these little things, and you attribute it to the Ahsoka Gakkai because you're saturated in it. You're, you're just completely saturated in Daisaku Ikeda and the magazine and newspaper. But it all, I mean, it all, it's just confusing. It sounds overwhelming. And it just comes down to the a simple truth. The Daigohons and the Three Great Secret Laws is what, is what Nietzsche Daishonin manifested as his human form to come here and share with us. It's the one reason. And the Three Great Secret Laws are found within it. And those Three Great Secret Laws contain all, all the benefits of all Buddhism. And Buddhism is a teaching to bring peace of the land, lasting peace of the land. I think we need that right now. That's why I keep making podcasts after podcast after podcast. I hope I'm not just rambling here. Sometimes I can't make a podcast. And uh, I still want everybody to have fun. And for me, part of that having fun is cleaning up this Sogagakai mess that I've vomited all over the world. I, I pushed away some pretty nice friends, great people that seemed kind-hearted. And I, I didn't understand why they didn't chant this Gakai stuff. I said, well, little did I know I had been standing in the latrine long enough that I didn't know, I didn't smell the fecal matter anymore. And I was grinning and teeth were turning green. Okay, I'll leave it there. Thanks for joining me. Question, question, seek, seek the true law, not the counterfeit. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nietzsche and Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii, Hon- Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myo Shoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.